Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. It's The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Ollie Dean. I really am rugged with him. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up, fella. Gonna be me and the caddy. What am I gonna do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try backing up? Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? Moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm proning. When you're not shooting me. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing fell like an unfolded lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me from those double bogey blues. And a happy Sunday morning to you. It's the golf show. Live from Fairway Social on the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. It is AFC NFC Championship Sunday. Uh, a pretty big holiday in the sports radio world. Brian Katrick, Ollie Dean, Derek Thomas is back in the studio. He, he doesn't get to go anywhere cool. He doesn't. Uh, it is it is nice and warm here at Fairway Social indoors here, Ollie. Yes, I would say a great place. Plenty of TVs uh, to watch the championship Sunday. Yeah, whatever your plans, if, if, you, if you don't have heavy plans, think about this one. Now, you will not have golf to compete against it. Uh, they will have the LPGA finishing up, and I believe they're finishing up before the football starts. We're going to talk about why there's no PGA Tour golf to compete against it, but this is the place. You could, you could have the best of both worlds, and as we've talked about with the simulators here, you can hit golf shots into the simulators, but you can also play a football game in the simulators. Yes. And I would think if you're, if you're nimble enough. You can play European football. Australian football yes. and American football in these simulators. Yes. Where else can you do that on I, a Sunday afternoon? I, we don't even know the rules to half of those things. No, we don't. No, we tried. We made some up. We tried. Uh, we, they have a rugby ball here. And, and so we were kicking the rugby ball, which is a drop kick. And, and it was the simulation of the kicking of the rugby. You, kick, you actually drop kick the ball into the simulator, and it knew, and it was good. Uh, now, you, you didn't like the kicking as much, so you, with a good arm, decided, let's just, there's no way the simulator can possibly know. Let me just throw the ball. That did not work. At the screen. The simulator was smarter than I was. It knew that you were throwing the ball. It did. And it didn't, the ball didn't go as far as the kicked ball. No. It didn't like the it way it was. didn't go as far as what a normal thrown ball would go. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't like I that at all. I was penalized for trying to usurp the system. Yes. So the simulators here are great, and I think if you're if you're completely nimble with the computer technology, which I, I don't know that this is possible, but I think you could probably at the commercials 
You could probably watch the game on your simulator. There might be a picture-in-picture, too. And then during the commercial, flip it off and play one of the actual games. Yeah, and we're not promising that you can do that because we couldn't figure out how to turn them on. We can't even get it on, right. (laughs) But another use of the simulators, you're going to test out some drivers, use the launch monitor on the simulators today. Lo and behold, we're actually going to use the simulator as a simulator, yeah. uh, a golf simulator. They, so the, the technology here is the full swing simulator, and it is the best in the business. So it measures everything. Now, what I love is you've got four drivers that you're going to test. Yep. They're all with head covers next to a simulator right now. Yes. And you have Frank the head cover sitting beside you, not covering anything, just waiting to be on the crown driver that actually makes the cut. Is that the deal? I love that that's what you think. <laughs> And, Not and that you're a huge Tiger Woods fan or anything. But. You're, it's, just like, it's like the trophy is being kept away from the other clubs. Is, yes. My bag is... They're is, polishing the Stanley Cup in one room, and you have put Frank to the side waiting to be crowned on the new driver. My bag is 40 feet from us, and there's a lot of golf clubs over there in that bag. But over here with us, behind the radio booth here at, at Fairway Social, is the head cover that, that you feel like, because you've seen me work in the past... This will go on the winner. Now, I, I hate to burst your bubble. <laughs> okay. There's actually there's four drivers, but only three shafts. Oh. So there's one extra head <laughs> that's floating <laughs> around. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> so, thought that was going to be the trophy at the end of the yes. day. There was going to be some sort of ceremony. Uh, it's very likely that the winning christening. driver, yes, the fastest driver this morning will get Frank, Frank. the head cover. There you go. Uh, but right now, Frank, th- there's going to be an extra head. Uh, I only have one tailor-made shaft. I have the two two of the the three new t- stealth heads. I have the stealth plus, which is what's what's in Frank. That's that's the one the Tiger was hitting. That has the movable weight track. We don't talk about gear enough on this show. I don't think. No, we need to have a gear uh, one day. Yeah, this has the movable weight track. This is the stealth plus. This is the least forgiving of the stealth heads, uh, but it's the most workable. Uh, I also have what they refer to as the stealth core, and that's just the standard stealth. That's what's over there. And I only have one shaft. Luckily, it's an adjustable hosel. It's the same same hosel tailor made. It's been using forever, so I can pull the wrench out and uh, zippity doo dah. Think no about it, and we don't talk about equipment enough, but I think one of the greatest innovations in golf club technology is. The shafts that you can, you know, just switch easily with a wrench from one driver to another to test and yeah. make sure you get the right one. I mean, before you, you had epoxy, you had to wait for it to dry, oh. you're waiting a day to hit a new one. I mean, now you have one head, three shafts, and you could test all three in 20 minutes. Well, what I'm, what we're going to try to do here either would have been very expensive or would have just been very time-consuming in the past because of that. Uh, now, now this tailor-made shaft that's in the other the other s- stealth head won't go in the Callaway heads that I want to test. No. But the same wrench will work. That's the, ma- the amazing thing to me of this of this adjustable technology, which we've had now for close to 10 years, if not more than 10 years. But uh, it's amazing to me, these manufacturers that have kept industry secrets from each other, and they, uh, there have been articles about how the Callaway folks and the, and the TaylorMade folks can't even go to lunch at the same place in Carlsbad. They're sworn enemies. Titleist is down in that same area. I think the Cleveland folks have a facility there. Uh, that said, they've used the same size torque wrench for all of these years. The Titleist wrench fits the Callaway clubs and the TaylorMade clubs. Uh, I, and Mizuno's wrench is the same. I want to say Cobra's wrench is the same. Somebody has their own wrench, whether it's Ping. I don't have, don't have any Ping stuff, but 
They're, they're not everybody's the same, but a whole bunch of the guys yeah, well, are I'll using say. the same size wrench, and that's awesome because what a pain in the neck that would have been. Yes. So uh, we are going to try. We, you know, I, Ollie rode with me, so he's going to at least watch. <laughs> and mock. And mock. I have, I have four heads. I've got the, the last year's Callaway Epic Head and this year's Callaway Rogue Head. Uh, and then I have the two new TaylorMades. I do have multiple different golf balls to try also, but I don't know that we're going to get into all it's that. It's a lot of variables. It's a lot of variables. It's I think we're going to just, just try. Uh, my, my gamer golf ball is is the, the Bridgestone Tour BX. It's, it's not the ball that Tiger plays. It's the ball that Bryson plays. goes a little farther than the ball that Tiger plays. Doesn't spin as much. For me, the spin is not always backspin. <laughs> you know, it's the side spin. Yeah, side spin. Yeah, I hit this ball a lot straighter than, than I hit Tiger's ball. I love to play Tiger's ball. I'm not good enough. Uh, and I've been ball fitted many times, and this is a ball for me. So, so we're going we're gonna to try that ball, and whichever one of these heads is the fastest. What we're talking about, I've got a head from last year and then three new ones. And every year the manufacturers come out and they say, well, this is, this is faster, this is newer. Now, these things have been limited for 25 years. They've been limited for more than that. I don't know how they keep getting faster, but we're, we're going to find out today. And my answer is going to be different than your answer. You know, the, the one that's fastest for me may not be the one that's fastest for you. So uh, I'm not certainly. Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to find out for me. And my fastest will not be crowned with the Frank the head cover. No. Yours no. will. Yes. That's where we're wow, that's no. a tremendous looking trophy. Yes. Thank you for that. So uh, so that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to take advantage of the full swing simulator here at Fairway Social. I, it does measure spin rate, launch angle, and all that. I don't need any of that because I feel like I'm pretty close to dialed in with this ball and the shafts and the stuff that I've brought. I mean, these are all really close. If it's not perfect, it's really close. It's better than, you know, it's within my margin of error, <laughs> which is pretty wide. Uh, but one of these heads is going to be faster than the other. For every mile an hour that it's faster, that is three yards of, uh, of distance. So if one of these heads is three miles an hour faster than the other one, that's nine yards. There's your winner. Is that carry distance? I tell you, I, <laughs> that's where Why all. Why we get too technical? So that's where all the launch angle and spin rate comes in. And well, it's, it's an interesting point. So here's the reference when it comes to fitting. And I've talked. To, I'm not a fitter. I've talked to a lot of great fitters, and I listen a lot. So I'm going to get this a little wrong, but not very wrong. Think about trying to throw a ball to home plate from center field. Okay, if you've got your arm strength, which is very good. Jeff Francoeur's arm strength, somebody like that. Pretty good. The, the, the throw that Jeff Francoeur is going to make from center field to home plate, because it's going to go faster, it doesn't need as much spin to keep it in the air. No. And it doesn't need to be thrown with a very high arc. He can throw that thing pretty much on a rope and one-hop it to home plate. If he needed to throw it all the way in the air to home plate, he could probably do that. But if he needed to, what would he do? He'd aim it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay. He'd, he'd raise his trash. He'd raise his trash. Launch angle. That's exactly right. Derek Thomas with that. Uh, if you don't have Jeff Francoeur's arm strength. Because most, most of us don't. Most of us don't. You're going to need to raise that trash up because you're not going to get the ball to home plate throwing it head high. It's going gonna, it's gonna to skip over second base. and It's going to roll up the pitcher's mound and kind of stop there. Now, there's also the l- rules of diminishing returns. Somewhere, if you throw it too high, 
It's going to land on second base and stop there and not even get to the grass. So too high is not good enough. You know, too high is bad. Too low is bad. It all depends on your, your ball speed, your swing speed, your arm strength in this particular case. So there's a magic formula in there. Now, like I said, I'm, I'm showing up here. I feel like I'm in the window. So you're asking when I'm, you know, is it one mile an hour, three yards, is that, is that carry? You can tweak it a little bit. If I'm hitting it a little too low, not spending it enough, maybe I need a little more carry. I mean, I really, honestly feel like I already know this Sim Plus isn't going to give me enough spin because I don't spin it the way Tiger does, and I'm, I'm going to need the ball to stay in the air a little longer. Preferably with backspin, not sidespin. Exactly. So that's what we're going to do up here at Fairway Social when the show is over with. Uh, the tournament is far- over. Farmers Insurance Open is over. Weird uh, for us to do a show where the results are in. Dubai Desert Classic is over. That's not unusual. That's because that, that's a time difference thing. This was not a time difference thing. No. And not a European tour event? Not a European tour event. This was... Sorry, DP World Tour event. D- Got to get that right. You're exactly right. This hey was... Now. Uh, this was, hey, the, CBS, with the AFC championship game scheduled for today, didn't want to have a marquee event conflict with an even bigger marquee event. Yeah, you didn't want to put Tory Pines on CBS, SN, or whatever there. Right. Yeah. There, None of that. Might be USA. I don't know what they do. I, I, what, so USA is part of the NBC family. Yeah, I guess there's a CBS Sports Network. They have Paramount, maybe? <laughs> they do have a CBS Sports Network. Yeah, um, in any event. So they have a planned Saturday finish, and it allowed actually Jim Nance. Jim Nance was in position. He was in Kansas City. He did the event from Kansas City. Everybody else was at Torrey Pines, but Nance's uh, Nance's broadcast position was at the stadium there at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, I'd say that'd be a bad trade-off. You know, you're stuck in Kansas City as opposed to San Diego. Yeah. But he was probably he probably had some good barbecue. That made it okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet you the COVID protocols were a lot better in Missouri than they were in California. Yeah. Just a guess. Uh, but you don't, you don't want to wear a mask with your bib while you're enjoying KC ribs. I don't even know how you do that. I don't either. <laughs> but, uh, so, so they have the Saturday finish. I thought it was wildly successful. John Rahm made a charge, made a uh, bogey on 15? Yeah, I think it was 15, but they... Place. Yeah. I mean, he's won it twice, won the U.S. Open there, and got engaged there. Yeah. That's a pretty good piece of property for John Rahm. Misses the playoff by one. Former Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket Cameron Tringali with a nice closing day. He misses the playoff by one. Jason Day hold out on 15 to tie for the lead. It's nice to see that name on the top of the leaderboard again. Yeah. But misses the playoff by one. Uh, Will Zalatoris had an eight-footer to win. I thought my prediction was going to come true. We talked about predictions for this year. I said, Will Zalatoris can't miss. We'll get his first PGA Tour win. Thought I was going to be able to brag this morning. And the Poana got him. You should have been able to brag. Poana got him. Eight-footer to win. Putt that is uh, kind of a left-edge putt at 18. Well, we know the Pacific Ocean is to the left, but everything that that front left portion of the green that it kind of kind of goes over to the hotel at the end. We've seen it before. Ball looked like it was going in, and the last one inch of the putt, Poana, it just swerved left. Poana broke his heart. Poana, Poana. It's spelled Poa Anua. 
some people say poa enua. I don't care. I've heard, I don't I've like, heard it both ways. I don't like the grass enough to give it the respect of trying to pronounce it correctly. I like the grass in the morning. I don't like it in the afternoon. It's, it's interesting because the East, East Coast version of it seems to hold its, hold its own way better than the West Coast version of it. They have Poana Greens at Oakmont. Yeah. And they're perfect. Yes. They just, they just don't go as well over, over up against the ocean for some reason. So They're pretty good in the morning, though. Yeah, you get a morning tea time out west. Well, they were finishing in darkness. This would have been yeah. they, they would have had to go till today. Had uh, a little challenging in the afternoon. Yeah, had the playoff. But congratulations extended. to Luke List. He gets his first PGA Tour win, correct? Yes, Luke List birdies the 18th hole and finishes almost two hours before these guys. And that was the funny part is that he had all these big stars and it lined up. And there's Luke List sitting there at 15 under and. I mean, I think at one point we may have had four guys at 15 under. List was the only one finished. What did he do for two hours? Well, he was he was hitting balls. For two hours? For Yes. Wow. Because they kept cutting over to him, and that was the joke. Faldo at one point said, you know, he, he's written an instructional series over there. He's, he's learned to play left-handed now. I mean, crumbs, man. He's got, he's got lots of time, you know. He's done a couple of podcasts. I'd be in the clubhouse <laughs> having a few Arnold Palmers, relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. So Luke List, uh, former Vanderbilt standout, sitting there wondering, and, and 18's a par 5. So the more people that come to 18 at 15 under par, the more chance you have of losing. Yeah, and it's a yet, par 5 that can reach in two as well. Yeah, they, they just kept, but the thing was 14, 15, 16, and 17 are so hard that they were dropping off. So it comes down. Zalatoris has the eight-footer to win outright. It goes left. We're going to go to a playoff. Zalatoris and Luke List. They go back to the 18th hole. If you hit the fairway, you got a chance to reach in two. List goes first. Fans it into the fairway bunker on the right-hand side. Advantage, Will Zalatoris. Follows him right into the very same bunker, literally five inches apart. Five inches apart. Which brought up an obscure ruling, according to some journalists. Journalists. <laughs> we do six-inch ribbon curls. <laughs> six inches. Uh, yeah, it's not obscure. No. Luke List was going to have to play first. Zalatoris's ball is going to get sand dumped on it. You are entitled to the lie you had when your ball came to rest. Uh, so official. Restores the lie, you move on. Everybody knew Not exactly. Obscure. Right. Everybody knew exactly how this was going to go, except for apparently somebody over at golf.com that, or God, whichever, whichever one. Of, they're not heavy on the rules. Some well, of they hadn't used the word obscure in a month, so right. you, know, <laughs> you have to use obscure. Do you think they have a chart, I think they chart do. of words? I think they do. You know the word that should get moved down the chart? Because Physicality. Phys- that's a good word. That yeah, moved a, up the chart. Is that really a word, though? Uh, you know what else? You know it's not a word? Narrative. Exactly. Derek knew where I was going. Narrative. It isn't a word. I don't enjoy where this narrative is going. Somebody decided that was a word like a year ago, and then every, they're using it at drive throughs now. <laughs> Would you like to continue your narrative with some fries? No. I, I have never been asked that at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? That's the most overused word in the history of words. Oh, that's a bold statement. There's a lot of words out there. Have y'all seen this Tom Brady narrative uh, taking place over the last few hours? (laughs) See how this narrative develops. 
Luke List lays up, almost holes out the wedge, and uh, Salatoris misses the same putt. Luke List is the winner. How about this Tom Brady situation? Uh, he's he's retired. But he's not retired. According to Twitter, he's retired. Yes, but according Twitter to... Twitter is never wrong. <laughs> Why do you keep bucking the Twitter news source? This is... Uh, Derek Thomas, you follow this very closely. Uh, I, I enjoy Adam Schefter's work. Isn't he on double super secret probation? If you get this wrong, is, is he, if he's wrong about this, is this going to be the end of him? How many times can he be wrong about this sort was, of stuff? I've, he's been wrong about other stuff uh, among... Just like everybody else, um, so yeah, you probably you, you might get kicked out of the circle of trust, but it, you always want to be first. Nobody nobody remembers you know when you're wrong. But if, if they were, he, he wasn't the first one that actually reported that. I believe it was so him it's come and from somebody else. Yeah, yeah, there were a couple people. I want to well, say Tom Pelissero, but I'm not. 100% sure about that's that. That's even worse if you're copycatting somebody else's bad story and you just yeah. jump, oh, yeah, 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 I heard but, that too. But that's all that happens. We're just so lazy now because every headline is Brady retires, according to sources. What is the source? Somebody on Twitter. So now we've got journalists sourcing Twitter to tell us that Tom Brady is retiring. And Tom Brady's dad's like, hold on a second. I don't know if he's retiring or not. Yeah, here's so somebody calls Tom Brady's dad, some radio station out there wherever he lives. San Mateo? Uh, and so he says, no, Tommy hasn't made up his mind yet. Okay, so here's, here's the part of the story that upsets me. Okay, at this point, we're fine. We know that this is a, an issue. He may be retiring, he may not be. We know this is the time we're going to get an announcement. Okay, if you, just, if you didn't decide to call his dad first, that's fine, Adam Schefter. You don't have to call his dad first. So the story that starts with his dad says he hasn't made up his mind yet, then goes on to, and then when contacted, the Buccaneers and Coach Bruce Arians both said, Tom hasn't told us. Okay, hang on a second, Adam Schefter. What is your corroborating you source? Don't, you don't have to call dad. That's fine. You didn't call the Buccaneers? Yeah, apparently not. Who do you have on it? You didn't call the coach? But here's the entertaining part of it is now everybody's running these Tom Brady memorials on Fox and CNN. There was two hours. And then it reminded me of when they started pulling that stuff. Have you ever seen the 30 for 30 of the Mets and the Red Sox where they've got the World Series trophy in the locker room? Bob Costas is ready to do the interview, and they're like, we got to get it out of here. (laughs) They're like tearing everything out, the trophy, the champagne. That's what was going on across a lot of networks this weekend. The other reporter was Jeff Darlington. Derek Thomas, what do we know about Jeff Darlington? Uh, I, not much. Yeah, I, me neither. The same yeah. thing. He's, he's a popular, he's a popular <laughs> writer. He's, he's, I hear that name a lot. Yeah, we don't know anything about him. Um, all right, and also off the Always Anonymous text media line. Rant. We did. Uh, Let's talk about some golf. It's, it's, it's time to change the narrative back to uh, back to golf. We'll do that I when we like come back. I would like with my narrative. We'll be, we'll be efforting that. When we come back, That's, that one doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people. I know it's not a word. Maybe it's because we all understand it's not a word. Narrative is not a word either. Yeah. I don't you, like socialize. Socialize an issue. Socialize an issue? Yeah, I had that in the corporate world for a while. What, oh. what do you think about that? Well, why don't you socialize it through a couple of different departments? See what you come back with. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, luckily I missed that one. I wouldn't do well in the corporate world. Oh, you do great. Uh, they are also finished on the European tour. Rory McIlroy, another chance on another 72nd hole in another desert and another heartbreak. We'll tell you that story when we come back. We are live at Fairway Social AFC NFC Championship Sunday. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. And now it's time for Who's Driving? 
Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, Luke List, been out there a long time. When he first came out on the PGA Tour, he was one of the longest drivers out there on the PGA Tour. And that's just such a familiar story. It's almost a tired story at this point. The young guy hits it forever. Uh, Well, now Luke is, I believe, 37 years old. He still hits it forever. But the quirky thing about Luke when he first came out was not the exceptional driving distance. There was something else quirky about the gear of Luke List. He didn't have numbers on the bottom of his irons. He had names on the bottom of his irons. Uh, And only he knew what they meant. Uh, His uh, his nine iron, it didn't have the nine on the bottom of it. It said SLS. And I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, His eight iron just said America. America? America. Did he have the apostrophe? Uh, I believe he did, yes. For those psych fans out there, God's comma? Is that... (laughs) I missed that episode. Uh, Seven iron was called Fireball. The six iron was called Lean on it. The five iron was called Rackham. The four iron had KCCO on it. And uh, I don't know what that stands for. Could you imagine hearing... The caddy talk? The caddy talk. Exactly where I was thinking. What do you think? It's a Rackham or a Lean on it? I think it's a hard Lean on it or an easy Rackham. This is a stock Fireball. (laughs) This is just a stock Fireball. It could be a stock Fireball. Fire I think if you cut a rack'em, though, we'll be okay. You want to hold a rack'em up against the wind. That's what he's going to do here. <laughs> Johnny, he's going to uh, hold the rack'em. What if rack-em. you need to hit a soft lean on it? That's, how do you do that? <laughs> Seems to be counterintuitive. Oh, that's an interesting narrative. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> Jerk. That's who's driving. Brought to you by Ray Judice. Ray Judice will be co-hosting the show next week. Get along Are with you him. leaving? I get along with him better. Nope. <laughs> sure not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the uh, <sighs> Dubai Desert Classic, if you remember the Emirates Golf Club, uh, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But it's that par five that has the little pond in front of it. Is that a double green? I don't think it's a double green. Could be. It's a big wide green. Maybe it is. Hmm. It may be. You know, you can stick around for next week. I mean, great golf courses <laughs> have double greens. UGA. Golf course, 18, yeah. double green. Yeah. Bobby Jones Golf Club. Double green. Golf course. St. Andrews. A lot of good golf courses out there with double greens. Yes. But the UGA course is my favorite. Okay, fair enough. Uh, McElroy, 266 from the hole in the fairway. He is, uh, he is tied for the lead. Victor Hovland and Richard Bland are out there, and there's some guys making some moves. McElroy not having a great day at the time. He was only a couple under for the round. Hovland's losing his mind, so you feel like you got to go for it. He go, he tries to go for it, and then 266 is not a big deal. That's not even his longest club. Might not have yeah, been probably a, a five wood. Might not have been a wood. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Could have what, been a lean on him. What could? <laughs> it was a rackham. Could have been a rackham. <laughs> So whatever it was that Rory chose. When I'm between my Rackham and my lean on it. (laughs) Whatever it was he chose. Was not enough. Yeah, from 266, it was into the water. Mm. Uh, So it actually cleared and rolled back in, which is is even worse. Like a tin cup. Yeah, turns into a bogey. He bogeys that whole two of the four rounds. He misses the playoff by one. Victor Hovland would go on to beat Richard Bland 
in the playoff. Remember the U.S. Open at, Pi- at uh, Torrey Pines last summer? Richard Bland was that 48-year-old Englishman that hung around for two or three rounds. And hadn't he won his first European Tour event the week before Something or a couple like weeks that. before? Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching him play because that was that's a guy that hits it as, you know same distance I do. So that's like me on my absolute best. You know, the best shots I've ever hit in my career is what Richard Bland is bringing. He's not hitting it any farther than I am, but, you know, he's hitting it a little better than I do. So I was watching this guy and thinking in my head, I'm like, see, I could win the U.S. Open. There you go. See? 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 <laughs> On a course that you've played. You've played Torrey Pines, right? I have ne- actually never played Torrey Pines. Oh, I find Pines. that shocking. I, uh, you know, that's one of those places, because John's going to be out there next week. You need to get a meeting with TaylorMade after your test today. Yeah. Hopefully TaylorMade goes well. Go out to Carlsbad, meet with the folks out there, get yourself 18 in on Torrey Pines. I need to, so the thing is, they normally charge, which is not a game not a game changer at all. But well, TaylorMade could probably get you out there. I bet they can. John's going to be out there for the, uh, for the industry show. The superintendents are all going to be out there. And, man, that's, it's a couple hundred dollars to play. Torrey Pines. It's a municipal course. If you're out of state, now if you're in state, I think it's like eighty bucks, maybe less than that. Right. Uh, they, they've got good good deals for for the in-state folks, for the residents, as they should. Um, but I've not played, and mostly it has nothing to do with that. By the way, uh, I would just charge it and throw my hands up to my wife and say, "Hey, sorry." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I but, made sure when I was on the West Coast, I was entertaining clients. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Use that corporate card at Pebble Beach. No, I've just never been out there with enough time on my hands to uh, to do anything. I mean, I had the extra day back in 2008. I was there on Monday, but they were using the golf course. <laughs> Makes it awkward. Yeah, <laughs> would have been rough. Yeah. <laughs> but good for Victor Hovland, a great young star in the game. Nice to see him getting some victories. Yes, they are. Uh, be Ryder Cup stalwart for Europe probably for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Beats Richard Bland in a playoff, and if you remember at the uh, at the Europeans DP World Tour Championship, Rory had a you know, had a had an issue on the 18th hole. Actually, had an issue really the entire back nine. And I don't know if we talked about this, but Colin Morikawa would, would would win. But there was a picture taken of Rory back in the scoring area. He went all incredible Hulk. Yes, he ripped. You do not his want to shirt. see Rory angry. Rory's standing there in a golf shirt that he pretty clearly had taken his right hand up to his left shoulder and just kind of ripped the front of the shirt off. Yeah, he went all Bannon on it. Yeah, he's standing there, and there's his chest hanging out. Now, he's still wearing the shirt. There's still sleeves. There's still some remnants, remnants of a collar. The buttons are down there by his belly button now. He turned green. He turned green. He ripped his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Middle East, though, Saudi International, Saudi Invitation, Saudi International, right? The Saudi International, I believe, is what what the name of it is. So we talked about that a while ago. That's next week, correct? It is. Yeah, this coming week. How do you, you, to me, a week starts on a Monday. Uh, I think by rule it starts on a Sunday. I, I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want to get sideways here. I don't know. I'll consult the Farmers Almanac. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> long story short, uh, we had talked about in the past the PGA Tour was holding um, opportunities for people to play in that event. Some people had petitioned to play. Dustin Johnson, among others, Graham mm-hmm. McDowell, and uh, the PGA Tour has given their release for all of those players to play in the Saudi International. Everybody that asked for a release got the release. Not everybody that asked for a release is are, are actually going to go. Right. They, you got to plan ahead of time. Uh, there are a bunch of reasons why they would or would not go. Obviously, 
family plans, plans other way, other way, other places, uh, vaccine requirements and whatnot, and transit visas and, and whole lines. It's not easy to get over there. Right. Uh, but everybody that, was, that asked for a release is going to get one. So thankfully, what everybody was anticipating is a big story and a brouhaha and a battle between the players and the tour over eligibility to play in this turned out to be a non-story. Yeah. And I think you're right to point that out because that sets the stage. And that's why I'm asking is, are we calling this this week or next week? I would still call it next week because normally we have golf to play on Sunday. Right. I can't call it this week and then we, haven't, we don't have a winner yet. We do have a winner at Torrey Pines. Hell, we even have a winner in Dubai. The LPGA Tour is still playing in Boca, so they still Speaking think it's... Speaking of winner, by the way, we'll get to that. <laughs> they still think it's this week. So next week when they, when they play there... This has got to be the week that we hear about a, uh, any other competing tour, right? This has got to be it. Is there another competing tour? There hasn't been an announcement yet. No. The only announcement is an influx of money to the Asian tour to help grow it. Yeah. That seems to be on track. Everybody thinks Greg Norman's got another tour he's going to announce. I, I, You know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But What's this, that truth, I think it's safe it. to say he's thinking about another I tour. I think that's very safe to say. I don't think it's safe to say there is going to be a competing tour in the next calendar year. Uh, it's, if there's going to be a competing tour announced in the next calendar year, this would be the week. Yeah. This is the week where the event is being hosted by the same folks that put up the money that would be putting up the money for the tour. In theory. Allegedly. Based on, based on what Twitter thinks. Based on the narrative. Yeah. I agree. Stop. <laughs> uh, if you were taping the uh, the tennis, the guy in the purple shirt is smiling. I don't know which one that is, but uh, he seems to be all happy with himself. So this has got to be the week, and I've been waiting for this now to come to a head for a long time. I don't see how we get yeah, out of this. I think the whole week. golf world has been. Um, certainly the story picked up a great deal of momentum. Um, it seems to have faded a little bit. Um, so if you're trying to do something, you kind of need to at least hint at something this week. There needs to be some some discussion about it. Yeah. Otherwise, I think your momentum is kind of lost. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So, but I'm okay with the momentum being lost. I don't think the I don't think golf needs a competing world tour. And we have the DP World Tour. How many <laughs> world tours do you need? <laughs> yeah, good question. I guess we'll find out this week. We're going to find out this this week, next week, whatever, however you want to call it. It's a weekend, right? The weekend, and then the next week starts. I think technically a week starts on Sunday, but I'm okay with golf week starting on Monday. Well, isn't Sunday part of the weekend? Yeah, but it's the start of the next week as well. So it's pulling double duty. <laughs> it's it's a pivot position. <laughs> Man, I gotta, I gotta get out more. It's like an ace in poker. It's high and low. Oh, I, thank you for that, Derek. There you go. It can be a one or an eleven. Somebody's trying to get us back on track because you and I are not doing well with our stream of consciousness. When we come back, we'll tell you what's going on in the LPGA tour. Ooh, it's cold. They found the coldest place on the planet, and it normally isn't that way. Uh, we'll tell you what they're doing. Uh, I'm a little jealous of J.R. Smith, and I'm not jealous at all of Tommy Fleetwood and Shane Lowry. I, th- this is on them. They accepted a challenge, and they should have known how it went. They're all heartbroken about something they tried to do that didn't happen. Shame on They should have known better. Dummies. 
We'll tell you what we're talking about next. It's the golf show live from Fairway Social on AFC NFC Championship Sunday on the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Welcome back to the golf show. Your Sunday morning tea time with Brian Katrick and Ali Dean. This is Atlanta's golf station, the Fan. All right, LPGA Tour. Playing in the coldest place on the planet right now. Boca Raton. Boca. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. <laughs> I, uh, I gave... You think the merchandise trailers got hit up for a lot of thermals? and <laughs> It was cold. I give credit where credit's due. Last week, Nellie Corda is uh, coming down the stretch in Orlando, and she's already wearing every drop of clothing she had. And, and the caddy goes to the bag and pulls out a bubble jacket. And I was like, man, she's got lots of sponsors. Nelly's number one in the world. She's got the, the right chest logo, the left chest logo. She's got a sleeve logo. I'm like, man, you're about to cover up this sweater with a bubble jacket, and you're, you know, you're in this. Somebody's going to get mad at you. Darn if the bubble jacket didn't have all the logos on it. That is good agenting right that, there. That is good agenting. Yes, to keep up with all that. Uh, so I'm guessing they just brought all that stuff with them. Couldn't possibly have thought they were going to need it down in Boca Raton, but they need it. Yesterday, the wind was blowing sideways also. The golf course looked like a, a hurricane had come through. Uh, there's stuff laying all over the place. This course doesn't, it's not supposed to deal with what it dealt with. No. No. Great name at the top of the leaderboard in Lydia Coe, but how hot is Daniel Kang right now? Going for back-to-back second right now. Yep. Yep. She was, uh, she was your winner last week. And then uh, on the celebrity side of things, by the way, last week, Annika Sorenstam played as a celebrity yes. at Lake Nona in her home course. Have you played that course? I have played that course. That's a great golf course. Yes. A lot of fun. Yes. So she uh, she comes down to the last hole, has to make par. Actually, needs birdie to win, but she misses the green. So makes par, forces a playoff with... Marty Fish? No. The greatest picker to ever play the blues. Derek Lowe? <laughs> Derek Lowe. <laughs> I love that Almond Brothers song. Uh, now, here's the problem. Uh... We had Derek Lowe on PGA Tour Radio. He would have been your Ray Judice interview of the month, but I don't have the technical skills to get it in here. So, uh, Derek, it was not lost on Derek Lowe that he was beating the Tour's hero on her home course. Mm. But he made par on the first playoff hole, and, and Annika didn't. And Derek Lowe, former Atlanta Brave Derek Lowe, got the win. I mean, how many people can say that they were a Major League Baseball pitcher? And the greatest picker who ever lived. I, not too many. Derek Lowe. Just one. <laughs> Amen. Uh, so, this week it's Lydia Coe with a two-shot lead. Before we get off the leaderboard of the LPGA, another, we talked about Jason Day not being on the top of leaderboards for a long time. Stacey Lewis, top ten right now. Yeah. Good for her. She was dominant in the game for, what, a two-year, two-and-a-half-year period? Got to number one, I believe. I believe that is correct. So yep. good for her. Hopefully she can uh, continue the good play this year as we head into uh, the 2022 season. That's weird to say. It's, it sure it's, it's weird sure is. for you to say Luke List was 38 years old. 37, I think. That doesn't seem right. Uh, it could be right. It could be 36. Did he graduate Vanderbilt at 31? Pretty sure. 37. Well, it takes a while to get through Vanderbilt. They make you go through the they make you go to the classes. Look, I was in no rush to get out. I'm not throwing <laughs> stones. I was not on the four-year plan. 
<laughs> so, they, as I tell people all the time, they're like, how long were you in college? I'm like, they were not handing out blue ribbons for finishing first. <laughs> it was not a race. <laughs> European Tour does some pretty creative video things, and, and they get they get extra credit because Twitter hates the PGA Tour, so they have to pump up the European Tour. I'm, I'm fine with the European Tour's video stuff. is very creative. Uh, they, they may have jumped the shark here this time. They brought Shane Lowry and Tommy Fleetwood out to a 150-yard hole and said, hey, if we give you 50 balls each, do you think you can make, make a hole in one? These guys are supposed to be smart enough to say no. No. <laughs> no. Yes, we might, but the odds are against this. 50 balls each. So here's the reality of this is that you can't say, hey, Tommy, hey, Shane, these are two of the biggest names in the game. We need you to stand on this hole, this tee in, until you make a hole in one. They could be there for weeks. Yeah, you don't want to do that. They're not going to give you that amount of time. So the sell to them to get these two guys involved was, hey, how about you just make 50 swings each and we tape it? Uh, I don't think we would have seen the light. This project would have seen the light of day. We would not have seen the end of it. Uh, with three balls left, Tommy Fleetwood almost flew one in. Landed about two inches to the right or left of the hole? Yeah. And then on the last swing, Shane Lowry hit one one inch from the hole. And those are great shots. These are world-class players. Yeah. That's as close as they got. This, this project was doomed from the beginning. You're supposed to be smarter than this. I encourage everyone to download this and watch it. Um, DP World Tour. Uh, Twitter site, because the reactions on those last shots are absolutely awesome. Yeah. I mean, Lowry throws the club into the ground. You did something similar, though, once. Didn't you try and make the world's longest putt once? Yes. Yeah, but that wasn't... uh, I didn't think that was too ambitious. He's trying to set the world record for the longest putt made. Uh, How long was that? It was 130 yards. You didn't think that was ambitious? We had 40 people that were trying it. It's and a hundred and thirty yard putt. We had all day and we were putting. And how did that turn out? We lipped a couple out, we left one short, we didn't make it. That's a pitching wedge. For no, some. that's a lean on it. It's a it's a it's a KCC oh, was, yeah, KCO sorry. or whatever. Was that an SRS? He didn't he didn't have the pitching wedge on that list. It's a knockdown SRS. It's <laughs> It's a knockdown Murica. Murica. <laughs> uh Putting the ball a little easier than than hitting a ball from 150 yards. These guys weren't being asked to putt it, and we were trying to set a world record. Let me ask you this. If you gave both of them 50 balls from 130 yards out, do you think that they would have made a putt? No. Well, then I don't think it's harder. They hit it to an inch. So did I. You had a 130-yard putt to an inch? Yes. You weren't the guy who left it short. No, I lifted it out. Okay. <laughs> By lifted out, you mean rattled off the pin and ended up in a front bunker? I wish. There's no pin there. It was a flagstick. Yeah, you shouldn't have, but you have. It's an interesting narrative. (laughs) I'm so glad you guys are listening here. Sports Radio 680, the fan to the last ever episode. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Yeah. Just had enough of this Every guy. Sunday morning, it's a shock. I'm still invited. I've had enough of you. <laughs> All right, so uh, so good for Tommy Fleetwood and Shane Lowry for giving it a shot. At some point during one of the meetings, they told the folks this isn't going to happen, and somebody either didn't believe them or didn't listen to them or just threw a stack of money at them, and they did it anyway. Uh, but that was impossible. Um, what if uh, he would have made that last shot? 
then it would have been, as Tommy Fleetwood said, as it's flying, the greatest television of all time. Yes, I would agree with that. But you could see at when, when Fleetwood hits his to to the inch, which was the or the two inches, which was the closest they had gotten. Uh, the music changes their moods. At this point, there's only three swings left each, and they're just mad. They now have come to the full realization that we have wasted all of our time here, and we're not going to make it. They ask you this probably in the middle of an evening in a pub somewhere, and you think, yeah, sure, it'd be great. I'll ma- maybe I'll make one. You're all optimistic. At that point, they realize the reality of this, which is we're not going to make this, and we're supposed to know better. We did know better. We said, no, we can't make it. And here we are about to be disappointed. How could you be disappointed that you made 50 swings and one of them didn't go in? Hmm. You couldn't be. You couldn't be. So unless, that's, unless you leave it to an inch on the last one. You see that <laughs> you emotion. Might be a little disappointed. You see that emotion on their face where they realize we shouldn't have gotten our hopes up. And then the last one looks like it's going in and it turns out to be the closest. And then that's why Lowry slams his club down because uh, he almost bailed himself out. Now, this next story in the world of golf, which is kind of hard to believe, um, is an ex NBA player, J.R. Smith. Yep. Cleveland Cavalier for a long time. Yep. I believe he was a New York Nick. He signed an NIL deal. Well, it's, this is the least surprising story of the week. That's why I brought it up. J.R. Smith went back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Carolina came, A&T? Yep. He came straight out of high school to the NBA. so he His had, clock never started. He, his clock never started. <laughs> Eligibility so, clock, for those that may not know, starts when you enroll in college. Yeah. One of the best stories of the fall was... J.R. Smith, we talked to his coach. He wants to come back and play college golf. Sounds like a movie script. It's awesome. Yes. And he's pretty good. He's not going to be their number one player. He's not going to, you know. He's breaking 80. He's doing great. So the headline is, J.R. Smith signs NIL deal with XL Sports Management. Well, this guy had a deal with Nike or Reebok or whoever he had. I mean, he's had plenty of deals. Now that the USGA and the RNA have gotten together and the rules of amateur status have been relaxed and the NCAA is in step with it, life just got easier for J.R. Smith. Yeah. Went back to college. This was, what, what do you mean J.R. Smith signs NIL deal? That's the easy. Of course he signed it. He had them lined up. This might have been why he came back to do this. I don't think so. What but was that Rodney Dangerfield movie, Back to School? Yeah. I, I get a sense that there could be some similarities, some parallels. <laughs> Thornton Mellon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, so there's that. The only golf you have to watch later today is the LPGA Tour. Gainbridge LB, LPGA at Boca Rio, although they are playing an APGA event at Torrey Pines today. I don't know what, what kind of television coverage that's going to get, but that's going to be really cool. Uh, tournament director at Torrey Pines said, hey, the, uh, the Saturday finish is going to be with us for a while. People are saying, why don't we have Saturday finishes all through football season? Well, we play big-time football here on Saturdays in the southeast, so yeah. that's not always good. And, well, there's, and there's three networks. Yes. So well, if you don't get the football deal, you probably need the golf deal. Well, what about, you know, after college is finished, they ask. Well, this was the first Saturday that there was no football because as soon as college finishes, the NFL moves over to Saturdays. Yeah. So this is really the only one. Next Saturday, there is no NFL. The Saturday after that, there is no NFL. So this is the only, or, you know, the, it's the Sunday after that, there is NFL. Could you see Phoenix finish on a Saturday? No. The word is maybe. Mm. I don't know that I would change anything with that formula. Yeah. 
Well, Phoenix, they don't care what round it is. Those people, they yeah. have no idea there's even golf being played. Yeah. Uh, and I love it. That's, uh, that's the next one that I'm working on, PGA Tour Live. Um, CEO of Farmers Insurance, Jeff Daly, tells the San Diego Tribune he thinks that Saturday finish could stay for a long time and that two or three others on the West Coast might do it also. The only one that makes sense to me, besides this one, is Phoenix. Yeah. But, boy, you just, that is such a winning formula. You don't want to mess it up. I'm going to put Fairway Social through the paces today. We're going to go test some drivers in the full swing simulators that are here. You enjoy the AFC-NFC championship games. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 